Chapter Twenty Two of the World's Famous Orations, Volume One. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The World's Famous Orations, Volume One by Various. Chapter Twenty Two Demosthenes Three on the Crown. Part two. I must return to the next in date of my political acts, and here again consider what was most beneficial for the state. I saw, men of Athens, that your navy was decaying, and that while the rich were getting off with small payments, citizens of moderate or small fortunes were losing their substance, and the state, by reason thereof, missing her opportunities of action. I therefore proposed a law by which I compelled the one class the rich to perform their duty and stop the oppression of the poor and what was most useful to the country i caused her preparations to be made in time and being indicted for it i appeared on the charge before you and was acquitted and the prosecutor did not get his portion of the votes but what sums think ye the chief men of the boards or those in the second and third degrees offered me first not to propose that law secondly when i had recorded it to drop it on the abatement oath such sums men of athens as i should be afraid to tell you and no wonder they did so for under the former laws they might divide the charge between sixteen spending little or nothing themselves and grinding down the needy citizens whereas under my law every one had to pay a sum proportioned to his means and there was a captain for two ships where before there was a partner with fifteen others for one ship for they were calling themselves not captains any longer but partners they would have given anything to get these regulations annulled and not be obliged to perform their duties why then wretched man do you play the pettifogger why manufacture arguments? Why don't you take hellebore? Footnote. Hellebore, though a poison, was used by the Greeks in mild doses to clear the brain and cure insanity. End of footnote. For your malady, are you not ashamed to bring on a cause for spite and not for any offense, to alter some laws and to garble others, the whole of which should injustice be read to persons sworn to decide according to the laws and you that act thus describe the qualities which belong to a friend of the people as if you had ordered a statue according to contract and received it without having what the contract required or as if friends of the people were known by words and not by acts and measures and you bawl out regardless of decency a sort of cart language applicable to yourself and your race not to me again men of athens i conceive abuse to differ from accusation in this that accusation has to do with offences for which the laws provide penalties abuse with the scandal which enemies speak against each other according to their humour and i believe your ancestors built these courts not that we should assemble you here and bring forth the secrets of private life for mutual reproach but to give us the means of convicting persons guilty of crimes against the state Achines knew this as well as i and yet he chose to rail rather than to accuse 
Even in this way he must take as much as he gives, but before I enter upon such matters, let me ask him one question. Should one call you the state's enemy, or mine, Achines? Mine, of course, yet where you might, for any offense which I committed, have obtained satisfaction for the people according to the laws, you neglected it at the audit on the indictments and other trials but where i in my own person am safe on every account by the laws by time by prescription by many previous judgments on every point by my never having been convicted of a public offence and where the country must share more or less in the repute of measures which were her own here it is you have encountered me see if you are not the people's enemy while you pretend to be mine. I am at no loss for materials concerning you and your family, but am in doubt what to mention first, whether how your father, Tromes, being servant to Elpius, who kept a reading school in the temple of Theseus, wore a weight of fetters and a collar, or how your mother, by her mourning spousals in the cottage by Hero Calamites, reared up you, the beautiful statue, the eminent third-rate actor. But all know these things without my telling. Or how the galley-piper Formio, the slave of Dion of Frieri, removed her from that honorable employment. But by Jupiter and the gods, I fear in saying what is proper about you, I may be thought to have chosen topics unbecoming to myself. All this, therefore, I shall pass by." and commence with the acts of his own life, for indeed he came not of common parents, but of such as are execrated by the people. Very lately, lately do I say, it is but yesterday that he has become both an Athenian and an orator, adding two syllables he converted his father from Tromes to Atremetus, and dignified his mother by the name of Glaucothea, who, as every one knows, was called Impusa. Footnote. This denotes a frightful spectre or hobgoblin, according to Aristophanes, frogs two three. It could change itself into various shapes. Kennedy. End of footnote. Having got that title, it is plain from her doing and submitting to anything. How else could she have got it? However, you are so ungrateful and wicked by nature that after being raised through the people from servitude to freedom, from beggary to affluence, instead of returning their kindness, you work against them as a hireling politician. That he should cooperate openly with Philip before the war was shocking, O oh, heaven and earth, could it be otherwise, against his country. Yet allow him, if you please, allow him this. But when the ships had openly been made prize, Chosunsus was ravaged, the man was marching against Attica, matters were no longer doubtful, war had begun, nothing that he ever did for you can this malicious iambic mouther show, not a resolution has Achines great or small concerning the interests of the state. If he asserts it, let him prove it now while my water-glass is running." Footnote. The Athenians, to prevent the parties from saying more than was necessary, timed them by a glass in which water trickled through a narrow tube like sand in one of our minute glasses. Kennedy. End of footnote. But there is none. He is reduced to an alternative. 
either he had no fault to find with my measures and therefore moved none against them or he sought the good of the enemy and therefore would not propose any better did he abstain from speaking as well as moving when any mischief was to be done to you why no one else could speak a word other things it appears the country could endure and he could accomplish without detection but one last act he achieved o athenians which crowned all he had done before on which he lavished that multitude of words recounting the decrees against the amphician locrians in hopes of distorting the truth but the thing admits it not no never will you wash yourself clean from your performances there talk as long as you will in your presence men of athens i invoke all the gods and goddesses to whom the attic territory belongs and pythian apollo the father god of our state and i implore them all as i shall declare the truth to you as i declared it in your assembly at the time the very moment i saw this wretch putting his hand to the work for i perceived instantly perceived it so may they grant me favour and protection if from malice or personal rivalry I bring a false charge against my opponent. May they cut me off from every blessing. But wherefore this imprecation, this solemn assurance? Because though I have documents lying in the public archives, from which I shall clearly prove my assertions, though I know you remember the facts, I fear this man may be considered unequal to the mischiefs which he has wrought, as before happened when he caused the destruction of the unhappy Phocians, by his false reports to you the amphician war i say which brought philip to elatea which caused him to be chosen general of the amphictryons which ruined everything in greece was this man's contrivance he is the single author of all our heaviest calamities i protested at the time and cried out in the assembly you are bringing a war Achines, into attica an amphictyonic war but his packed party would not let me be heard. The rest wondered and supposed that I was bringing an idle charge against him out of personal enmity. However, the real character of those transactions, the purpose for which they were got up, the manner in which they were accomplished, hear ye now, men of Athens, as ye were prevented then. You will see that the thing was well concerted and it will help you much to get a knowledge of public affairs and what craftiness there was in philip you will observe philip could neither finish nor get rid of the war with athens unless he made the thebans and thessalians her enemies though your generals fought against him without fortune or skill yet from the war itself and the cruisers he suffered infinite damage he could neither export any of the produce of his country nor import what he needed he was not then superior to you at sea nor able to reach attica unless the thessalians followed him and the thebans gave him a passage so that while he overcame in war the generals whom you sent out such as they were i say nothing about that he found himself distressed by the difference of your local position and means should he urge either thessalians or thebans to march in his own quarrel against you none he thought would attend to him but should he under the pretence of taking up their common cause be elected general he trusted partly by deceit and partly by persuasion to gain his ends more easily 
he sets to work therefore observe how cleverly to get the amphictyons into a war and create a disturbance in the congress for this he thought they would immediately want him now if any of the presbyters commissioned by himself or any of his allies brought it forward he imagined that both thebans and thessalians would suspect the thing and would all be on their guard whereas if the agent were an athenian and commissioned by you his opponents it would easily pass unnoticed and thus it turned out how did he effect his purpose he hires the prosecutor no one i believe was aware of the thing or attending to it and so just as these things are usually done at athens Achines was proposed for pylian deputy three or four held up their hands for him and his election was declared when clothed with the dignity of the state he arrived among the amphictyons dismissing and disregarding all besides he hastened to execute what he was hired for he makes up a pretty speech and story showing how the Syrian plain came to be consecrated reciting this to the presbyters men unused to speeches and unsuspicious of any consequences the mention of this man's treasonable acts brings me to the part which i have myself taken in opposition to him it is fair you should hear my account of it for many reasons but chiefly men of athens because it would be a shame when i have undergone the toil of exertions on your behalf that you should not endure the bare recital of them when i say that the thebans and i may add the athenians were so led away by philip's partisans and the corrupt men of either state as to disregard and take no precaution against a danger which menaced both and required the utmost precaution i mean the suffering philip's power to increase and were readily disposed to enmity and strife with each other i was constantly watchful to prevent it not only because in my own judgment i deemed such vigilant expedient but knowing that aristophan and again eubulus had all along desired to bring about that union and while they were frequently opposed upon other matters were always agreed upon this men whom in their lifetime you reptile you pestered with flattery yet see not that you are accusing them in their graves for the theban policy that you reproach me with is a charge less affecting me than them who approved that alliance before i did but i must return i say when Achines had excited the war in amphissa and his coadjutors had helped to establish enmity with thebes philip marched against us that was the object for which these persons embroiled the states and had we not roused up a little in time we could never have recovered ourselves so far had these men carried matters now Achines, how would you have me describe you and how myself upon that day shall i call myself batalus your nickname of reproach and you not even a hero of the common sort but one of those upon the stage cresphantes or creon or the enomaeus whom you execrably murdered once at colitus well upon that occasion i the batalus of pinea was more serviceable to the state than you the enomaeus of cothocidae you were of no earthly use i did everything which became a good citizen had i attempted to say that i instructed you in sentiments worthy of your ancestors there is not a man who would not justly rebuke me what i declare is that such principles are your own i show that before my time such was the spirit of the commonwealth 
though certainly in the execution of the particular measures i claim a share also for myself the prosecutor arraigning the whole proceedings and embittering you against me as the cause of our alarms and dangers in his eagerness to deprive me of honour for the moment robs you of the eulogies that should endure for ever for should you under a disbelief in the wisdom of my policy convict the defendant you will appear to have done wrong not to have suffered what befell you by the cruelty of fortune but never never can you have done wrong o athenians in undertaking the battle for the freedom and safety of all i swear it by your forefathers those that met the peril at marathon those that took the field at plataea those in the sea-fight at salamis and those at artemisium and many other brave men who repose in the public monuments all of whom alike as being worthy of the same honour the country buried Achines not only the successful or victorious justly for the duty of brave men has been done by all their fortune has been such as the deity assigned to each a cursed scribbler you to deprive me of the approbation and affection of my countrymen speak of trophies and battles and ancient deeds with none of which had this present trial the least concern but i o oh, you third-rate actor i that rose to counsel the state how to maintain her pre-eminence in what spirit was i to mount the hustings in the spirit of one having unworthy counsel to offer i should have deserved to perish you yourselves men of athens may not try private and public causes on the same principles the compacts of everyday life you are to judge of by particular laws and circumstances the measures of statesmen by reference to the dignity of your ancestors and if you think it your duty to act worthily of them you should every one of you consider when you come into court to decide public questions that together with your staff and ticket the spirit of the commonwealth is delivered to you athenians you have had many great and renowned orators before me the famous calistratus aristophon cephalus thrasybulus hundreds of others yet none of them ever thoroughly devoted himself to any measure of state for instance the mover of a resolution would not be ambassador the ambassador would not move a resolution each one left for himself some relief and also should anything happen an excuse how then it may be said did you so far surpass others in might and boldness as to do everything yourself i don't say that but such was my conviction of the danger impending over us that i considered it left no room or thought for individual security a man should have been only too happy to perform his duty without neglect as to myself i was persuaded perhaps foolishly yet i was persuaded that none would move better resolutions than myself none would execute them better none as ambassador would show more zeal and honesty therefore i undertook every duty myself through my policy which he arraigns instead of the thebans invading this country with philip as all expected they joined our ranks and prevented him instead of the war being in attica it took place seven hundred furlongs from the city on the confines of boeotia instead of corsairs issuing from euboea to plunder us attica was in peace on the coast side during the whole war instead of philip being master of the hellespont by taking byzantium the byzantines were our auxiliaries against him does this computation of services think you resemble the casting of accounts 
or should we strike these out on a balance and not look that they be kept in everlasting remembrance i will not set down that of the cruelty remarkable in cases where philip got people all at once into his power others have had the trial while of the generosity which casting about for his future purposes he assumed toward athens you have happily enjoyed the fruits i pass that by if you talk about just conditions with the thebans Essenes, or with the byzantines or eubians or discuss now the question of equal terms first i say you are ignorant that of those galleys formerly which defended greece being three hundred in number our commonwealth furnished two hundred and never as it seemed thought herself injured by having done so never prosecuted those who advised it or expressed any dissatisfaction shame on her if she had but was grateful to the gods that when a common danger beset the greeks she alone furnished double what the rest did for the preservation of all besides it is but a poor favour you do your countrymen by calumniating me for what is the use of telling us now what we should have done why being in the city and present did you not make your proposals then if indeed they were practicable at a crisis when we had to accept not what we liked but what the circumstances allowed remember there was one ready to bid against us to welcome eagerly those that we rejected and give money into the bargain but if i am accused for what i have actually done how would it have been if through my hard bargaining the states had gone off and attached themselves to philip and he had become master at the same time of euboea thebes and byzantium what think ye these impious men would have said or done said doubtless that the states were abandoned that they wished to join us and were driven away that he had got command of the hellespont by the byzantines and become master of the corn trade of greece that a heavy neighbour war had by means of the thebans been brought into attica that the sea had become unnavigable by the excursion of pirates from euboea all this would they have said sure enough and a great deal besides a wicked wicked thing o athenians is a calumniator always every way spiteful and fault-finding but this creature is a reptile by nature that from the beginning never did anything honest or liberal a very ape of a tragedian village enomaeus counterfeit orator what advantage has your eloquence been to your country now do you speak to us about the past as if a physician should visit his patients and not order or prescribe anything to cure the disease but on the death of any one when the last ceremonies were performing should follow him to the grave and expound how if the poor fellow had done this and that he never would have died idiot do you speak now End of chapter 22 On the Crown, part 2